Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here to join us for some fun Disney talk. Today, we wrap up our series in breaking down your Walt Disney World day, and we're wrapping it up with the night for your trip. We give tips to think about what you need to consider when it comes to the nighttime part of your day at Walt Disney World. Ricky and Pam give some great advice from taking photos at night in the theme parks, thinking about if you want to see the fireworks or if you want to power through and go to the attractions while everybody else is camped out for the fireworks. Uh, We talk about considerations for dining because that's huge because a lot of places do close late at night. Also, shows and attractions that you might not be able to see at night. This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. For all of your Disney trip planning needs, the agents over at The Magic for Less are standing by right now. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a special thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2168 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rahman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you and welcome to the weekend. And it's homecoming weekend here in the Francis Howell School District. We are getting ready for a big battle this evening against the Timberland Wolves. And all I got to say is... That just means a bad night for the Wolves, baby, because our 6-0 and Francis Howell Vikings are getting ready to tear it up, which I said that, and I just I probably should take that back because I jinx am jinxed. Yeah. I jinx everybody. Oh, and now I'm going to be worried the rest of the week. This is going to be bad, but we're going to make it. We're going to be okay. I hope the Prince, and I know we do actually have some of the football players that listen to the show, so please let us win, but we're going to have a good weekend. It's homecoming here in our little community, which nothing better I love this time of year, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Disney today, Walt Disney World trips. And joining me to do just that, we have Ricky, who is down in the state of Georgia, who my Tigers, last Saturday night, almost took out your dogs, man. We were within, oh, we were so close, and I was going to love it, because your husband, Brian, is a big dogs fan. That would have been sweet. So (laughs) what's going on, Ricky? Happy Friday. He's a medium-sized dog fan, I guess we should say. And uh, no, yeah, things are good. Uh, just, you know, hanging out, getting ready for the weekend. And, uh, you know, it's fall here. So we're talking about maybe going apple picking or something like that this weekend. We, we shall see. So I'll have bushels of apples that I won't know what to do with because they'll just, we'll buy them and then they'll just sit on my counter and then, until they go bad. And then we've got apples that are bad. So. Yeah, <laughs> Go, going apple picking in early fall—that is like almost a meme. It's so uh, I know, right? Yeah. Where's my UGG boots? My flannel? Yeah, exactly. My you know? Gotta yeah, have a Starbucks in your hand. Uh, I gotta have the Starbucks in my hand. Yeah. yeah. The, the pumpkin yeah. spice latte thing. Yeah, you gotta have that. Exactly. Cooking. Except yeah. for I don't like pumpkin spice lattes. No, so I, I'm I'm the one person 
who doesn't like pumpkin spice lattes to be honest yeah, so I, yeah. i've never had one and i'm not a pumpkin guy i've never had pumpkin pie it just looks that color just kind of <laughs> wait, 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 so. never had pumpkin pie no because because really? grandma because my grandma would always make at thanksgiving she'd make a pumpkin pie and she would make a chocolate pie and so there was okay. never ever a need to have to deviate from a chocolate pie which was basically just a a homemade pie crust with chocolate pudding and whipped cream on top. I mean, okay, why bother delicious. with why bother with you anything other than that? No, you no, do both. No, you'd have two pieces of the chocolate pie. You do both. And to this day, because Grandma's long gone, which love Grandma Ruth and you know, rest her soul. She was the best grandma ever. My mother-in-law now on my birthday, because my birthday's the weekend of Thanksgiving almost every year. She goes to, and you'll get this, Ricky. She still goes to Hendel's. Market in Florissant, Missouri, and buys two chocolate silk pies, which are two of the best nice. chocolate pies in the city of St. Louis, and brings those to Thanksgiving. So well, I have, awesome. so we have one. Like so here's why: we have one to, to share at Thanksgiving with the family, and I get one to myself to eat the entire week after Thanksgiving <laughs> while I'm watching football, like That's over smart. the entire like Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's awesome. So I just That's use smart. a fork and eat it right out of the pan. So when I was just in St. Louis uh, last weekend. I actually uh, went and stopped at Deerberg's and they have no Deerberg's is known for their Tippins pies. I'm not like all about the Tippins pies, but they have a special kind of um, gooey butter cake. Yes. I think it's called Kenzie's. Yes, they something. do. Cause there's one in my pantry right upstairs. Cause we shop at Deerberg's, <laughs> but they have one brownie on the bottom. Chocolate. Yes, chips. we have that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's killer. That is my favorite one in the entire world. Oh, yeah. I bought two of them. They're in my freezer right now. Yeah, so, no, yeah. we yeah we get those frequently. Deerberg's has a wicked, awesome, just uh, sweet section. I just got it. Sometimes I just have to not even look because it's crazy. But you're right that 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 gooey gooey butter Kinsey thing with chocolate, lethal. You just got to stay it away. It is from very it. lethal. It's crazy. And like I said, there are two of them in my freezer right now, waiting to be defrosted for that time when I'm ready for. The gooey butter cake. Yeah, just so. again, just get a fork and don't even get plates. Just I mean, I'm right not, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dig right in. Tear so. it up. You're okay. pregnant, dude. You can tear anything up at any time. I can and, and do. Green and light. Work, so. Green light. Exactly. You don't even get a fork. Just eat that thing with your face. Just, <laughs> just like, go with my hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just <laughs> dig on in. There just we go. Got it. But make sure you put that on social media because that'll be awesome. No, I will not. Of, that'll be a great <laughs> reel. Okay. No. Speaking of real, my real friend. And I'm talking <laughs> R-E-A-L. Your friend and mine, Pam Forrester, co-owner of The Magic for Less Travel. Pam, thanks for hanging with us. You thought you were never going to get introduced, but here you are. What's up? Happy Friday. <laughs> I wasn't fretting about it. And I like the segue there, Mike. It felt like so professional, I right? Yeah, I not. mean, it really did. So yeah. And now I'm thinking about um, different pies and I'm a little concerned that you've never had pumpkin pie. Oh, I'm just going to say that. Gross. Looks, I like looks, pumpkin looks everything. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. We drink um, pumpkin spice lattes all year round, regardless of whether Starbucks has them or not, because I do buy the pumpkin flavoring to put in my coffee and drink it all the time. So anyways, pumpkin pie rolls. And if you go to Universal, you have to get pumpkin juice if you like pumpkin, because it is really, it's really good. I like it better than regular butterbeer. Now, hot, warm butterbeer, Mm, that wins over everything. Warm butterbeer wins every time. I don't care. It can be the middle of July. If I'm at Universal, I'm getting hot butterbeer. Like, it doesn't matter. It's happening. 
Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Now, does does it count? I do love some pumpkin seeds. I like, but I mean, enough salt to okay. stop your heart. A pizza. Like, yeah, because like when we carve the pumpkins, we put the, you know we bake the seeds, and we just yeah. we put I mean so much salt on them that basically they're just a carrier of salt. So the, I do eat that part of the pumpkin, but I've never had pumpkin pie. It just looks gross. And you want to know the reach of this podcast? What are the chances? Listener Jennifer, right now, she's listening to the live feed of our shows we record, is at Deerberg's grocery store shopping. So That's she's amazing. trying to avoid the sweet section, but she I may go back her. and pick up one of those gooey cakes. <laughs> I don't blame her. Go for the Kenji's cake. And go I'm sure for it. She's probably at my Deerberg's because she's right here where we live. So that's pretty cool. All right. So today, the topic is we're wrapping up the series. A few months back, we talked about breaking down your Walt Disney World day to have success, the, the things you need to think about to make sure that you're prepared to have a great, great day. So we broke the day down into three sections, the morning, midday, and today we're wrapping it up with nighttime. So there are, cause the day changes, you know, the, the mornings are very different than midday, different than night. And there are different things to consider when you're going to the theme parks and even some things around your resort, but mostly the theme parks at Walt Disney World at night. So we're gonna say that's from like, you know, going back to the park pre-dinner, say maybe four o'clock till park closing, till the end of the day, till things shut down. So when we leave this off, let me go to Ricky. When I say this, Ricky, what's the first thing that jumps into your mind? What do we need to consider to set us up for success when it comes to nighttime at Walt Disney World? Well, I think the first thing that you should really consider is having a plan for what you want to do about dinner. Um, you know, especially if you're like Mike and he ate at like four o'clock, you're going to want to have that dinner plan early. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, where the good, you always follow the old people where they eat, it's going to be good and it's going to be cheap. So yeah, well, it's not going to be cheap at no, Disney no, if, no, if you true. eat at four o'clock. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, it's going to be the same price, but, um, you know, or if you're like me and you usually eat dinner about seven, eight o'clock at night. Although, you know, ever since I've been pregnant, I've been getting a little bit earlier with there that. There you go. So See, you're getting older too. That's what I happens. mean. I'm, I'm not, I'm not at the four o'clock time window though. You so will. like, you I'm, will. I'm more at the normal time window, like six ish, six thirty. So, you know, that's you better, will. but I don't think so. But anyway, <laughs> my husband's not home by then. So I don't think so. But anyway, um, so you want to make sure you have a plan for what you want to do about dinner. Now that depends on you know whether you want to do a quick service option or whether you want to do a table service option now you know some days you can mix it up you can you know do some days where you do quick service some days where you do table service but try to have a plan now i usually do a table service meal some at some point most of the time for dinner um you'll want to make sure you have your adrs set in advance because getting um especially if you have like a restaurant that you really 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 want that ADR, having that in your pocket is going to be key. Now, if you're like me and you don't plan trips until the last minute and you're like, oh, yeah, I should probably eat dinner. Then you play the game of let's see what's available for dinner. And usually it's somewhere that's at Disney Springs. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes you get lucky, but uh, most of the time it's probably a dinner at Disney Springs. So just keep that in mind as well. But sometimes some things pop up and, and you know, I, I have gotten lucky and gotten some really good options for dinner as well. So you never know what will show up. Usually if I don't have a dinner option already scheduled um, for the day prior, I will usually just go that morning. Don't, you know, the later in the afternoon, the less availability there will be. So if you go in the morning, you can probably find something a little bit easier for dinner for a table service location. If you're planning on just doing quick service, Heck, that's easy. All you got to do is figure out which quick service location you want to go to. 
and you're going to want a mobile order, I would suggest, you know, wait for mobile ordering. Do it a little bit ahead of time because that way you can have everybody like while you're waiting in line, just figure out, okay, hey, we're going to go here for dinner. What do you want for dinner? Get it all situated, set up, paid for, and then hit that um, when you're getting close, hit the I'm here button. You want to hit it just a little bit ahead of time because as you're walking over, because if you hit it while you're there, sometimes it can take a little bit of time for them to like get you're it always, you're, always playing, so, you're always playing the I'm here roulette game. Exactly. <laughs> you are. You are. So I always do it just a little bit ahead of time as I'm walking on my way. But if you're too scared to do that and you don't want to play the roulette game of, oh, no, my food's ready and I'm not there, uh, you know, then go ahead and hit it while you're at, you know, at the restaurant. But I play the game. So I hope and that there's a little bit of a delay as I'm walking over because usually there is. So um, that's the big, big first thing I'm going to suggest is figure out what you want to do about dinner. You know what? So we're, we're recording around dinner time right now, as we do yeah. every Monday. And it just hit me right now. I'm craving ABC commissary, that, that <laughs> buffalo chicken grilled cheese right now. I knew you were going to say that buffalo chicken sandwich. I would sandwich. pay 50 bucks for one right now, and I am not lying. Like, if somebody said, <laughs> I'll sell you the, the fries in that sandwich for 50 bucks, I would apple Mike's pay like, I'm right here. Now. Let's go. I would have my watch out like, bing, and it would be done. I mean... I, for some reason, when you were talking and talking about mobile order, because what I would do is like if I'm coming back to our theme park after spending some resort time for a nap or some swim time, I would be mobile ordering on the Skyliner, on the bus, yeah. you know, or whatever the transport. I'd be getting it all together, like on because it's it's downtime. That's a good time to like make good use of it. So, that, good point. Like kind of set up that even if you're going to eat at eight o'clock and you're going back yes. at four o'clock. Get it in there, and then you can just That's hit true. it later in the day because you don't have because all you like have to do is get it ready and yeah. set up. It will not start cooking until you hit. I'm here, so um, no, that's a that's a good tip. You can you can set it up in the morning if you really yeah, know totally. what you want for dinner later that night. You know, set and your mobile ordering for uh, quick service. Set it up in the morning, have it all ready to go, and then that night when you're ready to go, hit the I'm here button. All right, so. that's it. I'm ordering my uh, grilled yeah, uh, go ahead and order it now. chicken for wine and dine <laughs> right now. Uh, I'm not here yet. Okay, Pam, go, go on. Give us another uh, thing to think about for nights. Set us up for success. So one of the things that I'm always amazed by and particularly sensitive to is the fact that at certain times of the year, it actually is going to get chilly at night. Yes. And we always say when your ears and your hands and your feet are cold, the rest of you is miserable. Mm -hmm. So in addition to those jackets, think about the fact that you may want to bring gloves. You may want to bring um, something to put over your ears, whatever that is. And just so that you can spend your time in the parks, mm -hmm. even if you look at the weather and you're like, eh, that's okay. Like I'm used to that weather all the time. No. The fact is you may be used to that weather all the time, but you're probably not outside yeah. for yeah. an extended period of time. <laughs> Sitting right? on your couch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh, 40s. We have that all yeah. the time. That's yeah. called spring and fall. Yeah, right. Foggy. But you are. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And it's very different down in Florida. There is it definitely, is. I think it's, they say it's because there's humidity in the air that it makes it just a smidgen colder than you're used to. So, well, I think the other thing that impacts that is that there really is wind at different times yeah, too. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have the peaks and valleys that mm -hmm. so many of us are used to that block a lot of that. 
So that's something to think of, but just set yourself up for that. We've even been known to, depending on how cold it's going to be, like the hand warmers. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yep. I have a, a, a thing of those in my bag just in case, because it is miserable, but you want to be out there, right? And you don't yep. want to just ride it's small world over and over and over again. There does come a period of time though, where you're like looking hard at like what attractions are indoor and how long can I stay there? Mm -hmm. You know, so that, but yeah, just keep all that in mind. Kind of piggybacking on that too. Um, if you have children and, and you're going at night and you're going back to the parks and you're going to be around for like a fireworks show and you're going to kind of set up camp. If you want to pre-buy stuff at the dollar store, which we did when Mallory and Paige were younger, you know, like the little glow sticks that you can buy like a 10 pack of little, you know, necklaces or bracelets just something for them to mess around with that's going to glow at night. And that way you don't have to spring for the $30 spinny Buzz Lightyear when the cart goes down Main Street, you know, or <laughs> around the hub. I mean, no kidding. I mean, you could save a lot of money and it just, your kid's busy, you know, like just keep feeding them those little cheap things. Let them mess with them. And you can make friends with the people around you as you're kind of waiting out the thing. And that was kind of be my kind of like big idea was when you go back, you kind of have to decide. If you're going, now this will be different at Animal Kingdom, but if you're going to a park that has a nighttime spectacular, you know, like Harmonious or Enchantment or, you know, if you're going to, if Phantasmic comes back around here soon, something like that, you got to decide, is our goal tonight to see the fireworks show, to see the nighttime spectacular, or are we going to forego this and take advantage of shorter lines on attractions? I think that you need to kind of make that decision pre going into the park at night, because once you're comfortable with whatever you've decided, you're going to have a peace of mind and it's going to let you set up that strategy of, okay, well, if we're going to see the fireworks, we need to make sure that we, you know, we do all the attractions until say, if the fireworks are at nine o'clock, we need to start chilling out at like eight o'clock, start looking for a good spot. So we get a good quality viewing because you don't want to roll in at like 8 45 you're probably going to not see a you know get a good experience so that's going to impact how you kind of get around for the rest of that night where if you're going to power through and go all the way through from four o'clock and not worry about the fireworks you can have maybe a little bit longer dinner you know you can maybe do some meet and greets because you're you're going to see a lot of return say from nine to ten while everybody else is making their way to the hub at the Magic Kingdom or setting up shop around World Showcase Lagoon, you're going to start to really maximize your time on attractions and see shorter wait times. So I think that's a big thing to think about is what's my strategy for at night? Am I going to see fireworks or am I going to go for attractions? And Ricky, I know you typically do attractions mm -hmm. where a lot of, you know, I'd say for 75% of the crowd, it's going to be the opposite. So I, I just think you've got make that decision early. Don't try to leave it to 830. What are we going to do? Because then it's like mm -hmm. it's almost too late. And you've kind of, you know, if you do it early, you're going to have a better idea of how to maximize the night and get a better experience no. either way. So go ahead. What do That's you got absolutely else? true. Yeah. No, I mean, the chances of me stopping and seeing a fireworks show or whatever is pretty slim uh, at this point. I, they're just not that like important to me uh never really have been but you know i will like if it's a new show or something like that you know like when harmonious debuted of course i made sure that i had a spot for that but you know for me like the nighttime shows they are the time where i can go and get a lot of rides done when everybody else is you know in and you know surrounding wherever the show is taking place i can absolutely get you know rides and attractions and meet and greets and things like that done and that's so key because 
you know, I kind of, I don't, I don't love to be in the sea of humanity. It's kind of one of those things about me. Yeah, I think, I'm not I, a big I, fan. I think too, over the past few years, I think that is going to be more common than it was pre COVID. I mean, because I think people just didn't think about that. Like we just always got cattle, you know, herded into big mm -hmm. areas. And that was just kind of how life was. And now people are, you know, I think we're just as a society more like apt to, it doesn't bother me at all. Like I, I could care less. Like it's just, that's just me. Like I, whatever. I never, you know, I, I never I mean, loved people think to be about this it now. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I never loved to be in the sea of humanity before though. It, for me, there's, um, there's a sense of a added anxiety that I don't love. Uh, so I'm not like, super keen on you know putting myself in anxious situations and then you know inevitably i'm so short that you know somebody's gonna stand in front of me that's tall or True. somebody's gonna stand in front of me that you know or put their you know i and i, I get it you want your kids to see the show whatever i understand but we're gonna, that's gonna be where they put their kids on their shoulder and i'm not gonna be able to see or you know whatever there's a balloon in the way so you know for me just not having that stress and not having to worry about the fact of i'm gonna be in the spot for you know, half hour and then, you know, somebody's going to roll up and screw up my view, you know, five minutes before. So I'd rather not deal with any of that, which is why, like, you know, we've just suggested, I, I've actually sort of come around to the idea of the dessert parties, like at the Magic Kingdom, and things like that, because then like, I know at least I have a decent view. I'm not going to be completely surrounded by the sea of humanity and I still have some space. Plus I get awesome desserts. So, you know, there's, it's win-win for me. Uh, so definitely consider a dessert party if you're kind of like me and you're anxious and you don't really want to be in the sea of humanity. So, um, which is a great option and it allows you to have some really great snacks. So I'm a big fan, uh, purse snacks, right? Uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm with you, you know, if, if it is something that you are, that is important to you, you definitely want to make sure you stake out a spot at least 30 minutes beforehand. Um, you know, occasionally when I, you know, have the opportunity and I roll up and I see a spot where it's, it's not like super crowded at that time. Uh, and it, you, I've got like 15 minutes before, 10 minutes before, maybe I might stop and, and take the spot, but I'm not gonna, you know, if, unless I'm just really all in, I'm not gonna line up, you know, more than 30 minutes before. Now, you know, there's definitely people who are all in and they get their spots early. So, you know, just be aware of that too. There are people who start lining up an hour, hour and a half, two hours before the shows. So, you know, it's all about your priorities and what, what you have for, for your family. What I've noticed too, with like the people putting their kids on their shoulders or lifting up their kids, which I don't like, but you know, the thing is, I think it's less likely to happen like up in the hub where people have all kind of waited for like 30, 40 minutes altogether, kind of communal. Like there's Maybe. almost a sense of like communal thing there. Like we've all waited this out. We're not going to be jerks to each other. But when you get back like on Main Street where people are kind of like showing up kind of last minute, it's almost like more of a free for all back there. And people pop up <laughs> iPads. I mean, Yoda, pop, yeah. baby Yoda <laughs> backpacks pop up like for no reason. Like it's a backpack. Nobody needs. He doesn't need to see the show. I don't know. It's like it's like a, it's almost like cheap seats. Like it's all good. You know, like once you get halfway down Main Street, like, hey, anything flies here. Like balloons. Uh, it's true. It, it's crazy. Pam, okay. So give us another tip, Pam. What else we got for night times? <laughs> so another thing I want to mention is that if you're entering one of the parks during like the early evening hours, note that some of the attractions are likely going to close earlier. And that just is dependent on the attraction. There are certain ones that close earlier and you can usually see it in the app. If you go to the app and go to the park that you're at and then go to attractions, 
um, if if you click on the actual attraction, it will list the hours that it was is open, and will actually give you sort of a predictor on how busy it will be at certain times. And if it's going to be closed, then of course it won't be showing that at that time. But that's something to note, just because some things do close early, um, dependent on whether they have staff or not to do that. And in certain parks like the Magic Kingdom, there are some attractions that will be closed at different times because of the fireworks um, and you're only allowed to be in those areas. Another really big one that closes early that a lot of people don't think about is actually Kilimanjaro Safaris at Animal Kingdom. Um, and that closes early, you know, sometimes that closes before, you know, sunset. So um, that is something to, to keep in mind too. You know, if, if Kilimanjaro Safaris is on your list, keep, keep that in mind that you're going to want to make sure you do that a little earlier because that attraction does often close well before the park closes. They don't do the thing where you can hear the, uh, what's that animal? The, the, no. Um, Cause I went down for that thing and they like, do you hear it? Yeah. I don't I, think they do the nighttime show, the nighttime uh, safaris anymore. What was that? So. Th that animal? I forgot the animal. Like there's a guy in the, he played for LSU as a cornerback on defense. Um, sugar. Oh, he was the, um, it's an animal. And he plays, yes. I think he plays for the Steelers now. He's a cornerback or maybe the Chiefs, but he played for LSU. It was the, it was, it's an animal. But they're like, do you hear it? Because I was at that media event. I'm like, I yes, hear it. I hear honey badgers. It. The honey, honey badger. badger. That's it. I'm like, I was so slow. I'm like, I hear it. I hear, I hear the honey <laughs> Oh my gosh. When they took us on there, we were some of the first that rode that. Yeah. And the dude was like, do you hear the honey like, badgers? Yes. And I hear it. We looked at each other like, no, no. I heard it. No, I heard it. I was like, I hear it. And then, so then I remember asking, because one of our agent's daughters, I'm like, do they have honey badgers on Kilimanjaro safaris? Yeah, I didn't think they did. Like, no. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they do. Do honey badgers make a noise in the I evening? don't know. I don't I was, know. I'm so gullible because I was like, yes. I hear it. It's coming. Go. Are you sure it wasn't the hyenas? Like, no, or no, no, no. He told us no, it was a honey badger. This was in the very beginning. Seriously, and the I honey badger? Okay. I have no idea how big a honey badger 100%. is, but it sounded mean. And I was like, let's go. Because I don't know if this thing's going to come out and be the size of okay, a gorilla. All right. it was I just a know they're mean. Yeah. It was so bad. I it had was, no idea. It was near the very beginning. <laughs> yes. And the guy was irritated at us, first of all, because we were like having a good time and joking and like uh, laughing. He was not and having any of no, it. No, no. Oh, no. He was taking it very serious. He was in character. And then he told us to be quiet so that we could hear the honey badgers. And we were like, It's like, do you okay. hear it? I'm like, Yes. Okay. Yes, I hear it. And like, uh, it's getting closer. Go. Yeah, I did. I still don't know what a honey badger looks like, but I did not want to meet that thing that night okay. because it popped out onto our Jeep. It was oh, crazy. Badgers are badgers are mean. Yeah, yeah, they yeah are. exactly. They are. Anyway, okay, so kind of piggybacking on Pam's, what I was going to say is because she mentioned <laughs> we you, just this, launched into a whole thing. We did. Yeah, we totally did. did. This, is crazy. this is what these shows happen about on Fridays. honey badgers. Yes. So, but what I was going to say though is like the things you want to be aware of if you're doing attractions at night at a theme park, you want to make sure that you hit things that are live entertainment shows early, because those are going to be the things mostly that are closed. Mm -hmm. So anything that's going to have like, you know, like festival of the lion King over at, um, yes. animal kingdom, you know, uh, finding Nemo the musical, anything that's got live entertainment, they're pretty much going to shut down around dinner time, but also things like enchanted Tiki room, 
country yeah. bears, those things are going to go away come like six o'clock, seven o'clock. Try to think what else are some of those attractions that we could name that are going to they typically close uh, early, like because those two usually close down early. Um, the treehouse at the Magic Kingdom sometimes yes. will close early. Uh, Carousel Progress that stays open late. It's been sometimes. staying open. A lot yes. of things have been staying open more <laughs> lately. But you're right; like it's hard to predict those. And on the same note, there are certain restaurants that close. Sometimes before dinner or soon after. Oh yeah. my gosh. And that sometimes it's like, you're like, okay, well, I was planning on counter service yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Can you tell me no. what's open right now? What counter service location that is was, open? Yes. That was going to be my last big tip of this whole show was that I, I remember distinctly being in Hollywood studios for an extra magic hours. Again, back when they had extra magic hours in the evening, which just for the record, that was always the worst idea ever. Was PM extra magic hours at the at, at the studios because the park is small, it was packed, and like we said, a lot of the studios was based on shows, so you wipe out all those things. Back then, they didn't have hardly any attractions, That's so you true. Had all these people in the studios for like five attractions. Everybody's fighting for you know space, but I still remember it was one of those nights. Exactly what Pam just said. I, you know, I had like not gotten dinner. I'm like, no, no, let's just do a couple more attractions. Let's keep going and we'll eat in a minute. And it got to be like 9.30 or 10 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, now let's eat. There was nothing open. I remember I ate a turkey leg, like a barbarian, because oh. it was the only thing I could find that had meat in the park. And I was just destroying that thing down at Tokalukas or whatever that place is down by the, down by the Tower of Terror. I was like, yep. ah, I just wanted to eat any. I was so hungry. And that was really literal because I don't know, like, was I can't remember, like, if uh, Backlot Express was closed or something for some reason, but it there was probably was. Nothing, I think it probably was closed early. Nothing yeah. to eat in that park at night. So you, and that's happened more than once. Like, if you, especially yes. if you go to like, like these, you know, late night things, like, I mean, you'll get Columbia yes. Harbor House will close on you. I mean, it'll be like, you'll be like, oh, I'm going to get some clam chowder. Nope. You're not getting clam chowder. Columbia Harbor House closed at eight. You know, and it's mm -hmm. nine o'clock. Usually the place you can go is Pecos Bills at the Magic Kingdom or, or, um, or Cosmic, Cosmic Rays. Those are your yeah. two choices. Yep. Epcot, you'll have um, Sunshine Seasons, Creations yes. Cafe now. Yeah. But And you'll have some places around World Showcase Lagoon. Well, yeah. I mean, and you obviously, usually there's a festival going on, so yeah. you can usually find something at a festival booth. But that, I mean, that There'll is. There'll be a long line for it, but you'll yeah, find something. Yeah, literally. So. But I mean, that is my biggest, biggest tip for nights is that mm -hmm. you do not want to but, think you're going to get anything you want late at night because your favorite counter service might close at seven or eight o'clock. Yeah, That's I think true. it's, and I think it's more true at Hollywood Studios and again, also Animal Kingdom. I feel like those two parks definitely have restaurants that are quick service that close way earlier than anything else. So, um, you know, with very minimal, I mean, very minimal options. Like you said, there was like nothing available, you know, at least at the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, you got a couple of choices, but I feel like at those two parks, like once like you hit a certain time period, man, everything is just shut down. So, uh, unless you want a snack, uh, you are out of luck. Right. So, and I mean, very it, like for lunch or breakfast, you know, for breakfast, a lot of times I'll eat at a resort, you know, and then go to the park. Right. Or for lunch, like Sam at the studios for lunch. Well, it's very easy. And I say this many times. One of your best options besides my buffalo chicken grilled cheese, which I wish I was eating right now as we were podcasting, is one of the best counter service options at the studios is to walk right out of the studios, get on the Skyliner and go over <laughs> to the Riviera and have it's Primo true. Piatto. 
Honestly, I mean, because you'll be there in five minutes and it's yeah. awesome. But you're not going to do that no. if you're there at night because just that time is so precious in the <laughs> evening. You're not going to take the time to leave the studios, go over to the Riviera, eat eat something at nine o'clock at night and hop back over. Like, that's just not good use mm-hmm. of your time because in, in the afternoon, you got the rest of the day. It's not right. such a time crunch. So, yeah, you really got to kind of think about it. And you don't, I think the bottom line is at night in the parks, you probably don't want to wait to have your dinner until past like a seven o'clock. Like have dinner by seven and then snack the rest. Because you can get snacks. Mm-hmm. You just can't get a meal. It, it sometimes, unless you want like Pecos Bills or a burger over at Cosmic Rays or the big, big chili dog, which is good. Don't get me wrong. Oh my gosh. The big, big chili dog. Oh, it's yeah, good. That's... It's awesome. Yeah, or the burger that's, that's got the mac and cheese on it. Yeah, yeah there's that too. There's that. Mm-hmm. Okay, fan, yeah, the heartburn uh, food. No, yeah. for real. I mean, you're at a theme park at like midnight. It's, it's you're living light. You're living large. Uh, that's true. You got a good point. Yeah. Living large. <laughs> All right, Ricky, give us one more tip for night times in the theme parks or at the resorts. Yeah. So my tip is going to be, uh, you know, after the fireworks happen or the nighttime show or whatever, uh, if you can, do not leave the parks immediately. Good. Tip. Uh, everybody everybody and their brother is heading towards the monorail the buses the you know the boats at that point like as soon as the show is done the uh, that sea of humanity that i was trying to avoid they're all heading toward the exit at that point so like do not go toward the exit at that point if you can hang out hang out if the park is open a little bit later go into another land and you know go ride some attractions for a little while or you know maybe grab a snack in one of those lands or whatever but do not under any circumstances unless you have to do not leave the park at that point it is just you're going to be angry and frustrated because you're going to be waiting with everybody else to try to get back to your resort or try to get back to your car or whatever it's going to take forever it you know the lines are going to be so long no matter which form of transportation that you're on. So, you know, give it at least a good half hour, I would say, if you possibly can. I would tend to do longer if it's possible, but definitely you want to give it at least a half an hour before you try even to attempt to leave the park because it's just, it's going to make your life so, so much better. I promise you. So go shopping, you know, do whatever, but do not exit the park at that moment. You trust me, you do not want to do it. And you know what? I think that I think we all agree the parks are at their best at night. I mean, they really shine at night with the, how the lighting packages. Like, there's so many cool light of, lighting effects in the theme parks. But here's the thing: then maybe people don't realize this. The theme parks are even at their best right before closing. I mean, at the very bitter end. If you can hang out, say the park closes at midnight, from eleven to twelve, that's the best. the best of the best. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. have left. You're going to be able to hear the background loops again. You're going to hear things you didn't hear because it's been crazy all day. It's the coolest part of the day. You're not like walking on the sun hot. And it just feels like more romantic. It just feels more like exotic and adventure land. It feels more frontiery and frontier land. It feels more tomorrowy and tomorrowland. I don't know. It feels awesome. I just love yes. it late at night in the park. That's why those after hour events are so cool. I mean, it, that, that's it. It is. It is. It is. I mean, it's just, it's going to save you so much headache. And like I said, you know, one of my favorite things to do is to go and grab a snack. Um, you know, you usually, I mean, I know like the main street uh, ice cream parlor is usually packed, obviously after. Um, but you know, if I'm feel, if I've got my patience pants on, I you know will oftentimes go get an ice cream there, and then I'll go down Center Street and I'll enjoy my ice cream and 
you know, just sit there and listen to the music that's up above and, you know, all the, the tap dancing and stuff like that. And I just, I have a really nice time just sitting there relaxing as the, I, you can literally see the world passing by you walking down Main Street USA as you're in Center Street and you're just like, <laughs> I'm off on my own. <laughs> yeah, you know, speaking of ice cream late at night, Gibson Girl at Disneyland, you can mobile order your ice cream. Oh, uh, is, yes. When I saw that, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. You can mobile order your ice cream. Like, yeah, that would be huge to be able to do I, it. I was like, I was like, I uh, mean, there's no way you could do it at the Magic Kingdom. No, there's no way. But why not? Huge. We did it. Isn't it? It was like, it, I, was, I, know. I was like, uh, what's his face? Uh, I was like, is this heaven? I was like, it's no, true. this is this true. is this is Gibson girl. You can you can mobile order ice cream. I was like, and I yeah. did it every day I was in. That's how I finished out. I was like, mobile order cone. There we go. Okay, Pam, give us one last tip. Then we'll get out of here for the weekend. So my best tip for going at night is the fact that you're going to want to take about a million photos <laughs> because <laughs> the lights that they have, the neon, the way that everything looks. I mean, you said that the parks are at their best, but they are not just at their best. They are so magical at night. It just seems like someplace that you feel like you've seen a million times looks spectacular at night. Hollywood Studios is a great spot oh. to consider this because of all the neon. We say this again and again, but it's just such a great park at night. But every one of the parks, it's like Disney really takes the time to think about, okay, this is what the park's going to look like during the day. This is what it's going to look like at e in the evening. This is what it's going to look like at night when it's dark. And it's just so cool. There's some really, really great photo locations. There's some things that you're going to want to take um, a picture of. So practice, practice with your phone, right? On that night setting, go out and do it because you want to have great photos there. And the other thing to note is that there are definitely photo fast people still in the parks yep. at night. There aren't as many as there are during the day, but they're in some great locations and let them take a photo for you because they have the setup right there. They've already gauged the light. Um, they have certain setups and go ahead and do that in front of Epcot is actually one of the best spots to take it. They really do a great job with Spaceship Earth behind you, but they do it at all the different locations in front of um, the icons most of the time. So check those out. Do keep in mind though, because I've got, gotten caught in this. If once the park closes, they will shut off that line a lot of times uh, for photo pass. I've had it happen before to me. So just kind of keep that in mind. If you are wanting nighttime photos, you might want to make sure you do it just before park close because I, again, you don't want to be like stuck where they're like, nope, not taking any more pictures. So, okay. And less, a couple last uh, tips for the resorts and Diane, who's always here in our live chat. We appreciate that so much. She said, check the closing time for your resort pool in case you want to go back and do a nighttime swim. So you can kind of judge the time you would need to leave the theme parks to get back and get your suit and go swimming. She reminded me of this. Also, if you think you're going to get something to eat back at your resort. Now, this was huge during COVID because yes. this burned us so bad. One night with this was with Mallory. This was during one of the cheer weekends. I think it was one of the cheer. It was a nightmare night. She had not had dinner. We were going to go back to the hotel and get dinner at the food court. We missed it by like 10 minutes. Oh. Okay. Oh. So the food court was closed. In like all the theme parks were closed at that point. And every food court was closed because they all closed at the same time. So we were out of luck. And she has not had dinner. 
And we were just like, oh, man, we got to get her some food. Like, she has not had food, so you got to watch that because, like, say comes 11 o'clock, I mean, at that point, if you don't have something to eat, you're eating out of a vending machine. Like, you know, at the, at the end of your, you know, row of rooms at Pop Century or something, you're eating a Nestle Crunch or something. Mike, hence the need for purse snacks. I'm just saying, this is what purse snacks were made for. Well, I guess, I mean, really, I guess what we could have done was like Uber Eats or something, I guess, or like- You could do that too, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know why we didn't think about that. It was a couple of years ago. But I just yeah. remember we were on the Skyliner, like, we'll go over to the Riviera. It was closed. We were like, oh, dude, I was trying to think of everything, but we just, we missed it by like 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, we're in trouble. Because, you uh -huh. know, a lot of times you're counting on that food court being open and then you get back yeah. and it's closed. You're like, oh man, what I would give for a- Buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich right now. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that. 50 bucks right now. I'd do it. Oh anyway, my gosh. Hey, hope we gave some good tips. I think we did. Did we do all right? I think we did for night times in the I parks. Think so. I think so. I think we're okay. All right. We're going to get out of here, but we'll be back again on Sunday night. Scott's going to join me and we're going to continue this topic with your thoughts. So give us a call. Sunday night will be live on Facebook and YouTube, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. We'll continue the discussion because I know you have lots of ideas and you'll be like, Mike, how did you forget? It's a hedgehog. No, it's a, it's a honey badger. You guys will, you'll do that. You, whatever. You'll help me out on Sunday night. We'll do it for the good of the cause. We'll all have better vacations because of it. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out for all of those Disney trips. We're going to make sure you have a great time. You're going to get tips in your email. Once you book that trip, you're going to get great advice. You're going to have a partner in planning. When you need to call Disney, you don't need to call them. We do that for you. And right there, that is gold these days. We're going to just take great care of you from the time you fill out that quote form. Just swing by themagicforless.com today. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a special thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over to Patreon.com. Slash be our guest podcast. Give Ricky a follow on social media. She's at Ricky Nibs, R I K K I N I B S. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. I'm at be our guest Mike. We'd love to talk to you this week on Instagram and Twitter. And we're going to get out of here and we'll join you again on Sunday night. So everybody stay safe, stay healthy, and H O W E L L. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.